Hello, welcome. You're listening to the Embodied Astrology Audio Horoscopes for Sagittarius Season. My name is Renee. I'm a consulting astrologer and somatic intuitive, and I love checking in with you like this at the beginning of each season. I really hope that these horoscopes are helpful for you in your life, so I would like to remind you to listen with your own intuition and trust the meaning that you make from what I'm saying. My language might not always resonate entirely for you, so please feel free to shift and adjust any of my words and listen with an open mind for the general essence of what I'm saying. To get the best information from your horoscopes, I always recommend listening for both your sun and your rising sign. If you don't know what your signs are, you can get a free chart at embodiedastrology.com in the horoscope section. You can also stay up to date with Embodied Astrology throughout the month with my extended content subscription. You can subscribe by donation monthly, quarterly, or annually, and you'll receive a month-ahead calendar and extended forecast for each zodiac month with suggestions for harmonizing with the most healing planetary potentials. Starting next month in Capricorn season, I'll also be offering subscriber-only month-ahead mini-workshops over Zoom, where we'll work with the upcoming astrology through embodiment practice, and we'll have space and time to go over the season's most important highlights in relation to your natal charts. Becoming an Embodied Astrology subscriber is the number one way to support the production of this work. Learn more at embodiedastrology.com. Make sure to follow me at Embodied Astrology on Instagram, where I post about daily aspects and give regular astro updates. If this work is helpful for you, please share it with your friends and networks and subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes podcasts. Hello, Cancer. Welcome to your Sagittarius season month ahead horoscope. So when you read about Sagittarius, or if you know any Sagittarians or hear about the sign, you'll hear words like generous, expansive, opinionated, um, hard to focus, (laughs) seeker of truth, wanting um, adventure, these kinds of qualities. And certainly Sagittarius season does bring a lot of that energy. But as we move into the season, the first 10 days or so from November 21st through December 1st, um, we're not quite there. And the beginning of Sagittarius season is uh, pretty intense, actually. It feels like there's a lot of... um, passionate, uh, potentially really obsessive kind of energy in the air. And for you, this passionate, intense obsession could come up in a couple of places. Um, It could come up in the realm of projects, things that you're working on, things that you are putting your energy and your time into, especially the kinds of projects that are creative in nature, or you, you know, might not call them creative, but it's like you're putting some creative energy into it. You are absorbing yourself in it. You're doing something because you're interested, not because someone told you to. You are investing in something that you're creating. So any kinds of projects or circumstances like this could really take up some time in the first part of Sagittarius season. If you are a parent and um, or a person who, who works with children, uh, these first um, not quite two weeks or so of Sagittarius season could also be a time when there's a lot that's going on with your kids. Uh, finally, there may be intense, passionate, obsessive energy coming in in your relationships, especially romantic relationships, but also potentially friend relationships. Now, I do want to say that this period of time, these 10 days, are um, really supportive 
supported by the work that you have been doing over the past several years to clarify your needs, your desires, your boundaries, your expectations, and your sense of self in relationships in general. So if intense, passionate, obsessive, fixated energy comes in, uh, continue to draw upon the wisdom that you have cultivated in these past several years. Remind yourself what your priorities are. Remind yourself what your integrity is. Remind yourself what you know about what you want and what you don't want, etc. Um, this is a period of time when there's a lot of support to be kind of sifting through uh, old energy and moving ourselves out of old patterns. And part of the intense fixated um, kind of space that comes in, I think actually helps us to move into some new ways of being. And so far, I've said this in every single horoscope that I'm recording this month. I'm pretty sure I'll say it in all of them. Crisis precedes breakthrough most of the time. And the beginning of Sagittarius season really has this kind of feeling. It has this intense incubator kind of feeling. It may feel like a crisis in moments. Um, this type of energy will be followed, I think, by a big shift, by a feeling that we get to move into some new and different kind of space. But during this time, again, there is a, a lot of depth, a lot of emotion, a lot of stuff to sift through. I really want to encourage you to meditate on your future goals and what you know that you are working for, especially if it's feeling like, you know, you're, you're really stuck in a moment or you're just to have a whole bunch of stuff piled on you or things are so intense that you can't remember that there's anything else. Bring yourself back to a, a larger picture, a larger view. Remember what you are working for in the big picture and remember who you're working for in the big picture. Uh, I hope that you're working for yourself. Um, I don't necessarily mean that literally in your job, I mean that uh, energetically in your life. I hope that you are working for yourself. I hope that you are consistently putting in your energy to cultivate yourself in the way that you, or in ways that you feel proud of, that you want to grow towards. And if you can continue to focus on those kinds of ideas, that's your North Star. That's going to lead you through this time. On November 30th, there is a full moon and lunar eclipse in the sign Gemini. If you have any natal planets or points around eight degrees of Gemini or eight degrees of the opposite sign Sagittarius, take note, those planets and points will be affected by this full moon and eclipse. This is a full moon eclipse that definitely affects your energy. So first of all, I really want to encourage you to take rest if you're feeling tired this month. There's a lot that's going on in your energetic, psychic, intuitive space. A lot of influence, a lot of impulse that's coming in. Um, if you're feeling depleted in your body, if you feel like you need more resource of any kind, try to do your best to meet your your body's needs and to really listen deeply to what your body is telling you. 
This full moon could be bringing up a lot of stuff that might seem to come out of nowhere. Your psychic body is really open, really permeable around this full moon. Um, if you're a person who practices intentional magic, you might want to create some ritual or ceremonial space around this full moon to connect with the energies that exist around you. These energies might exist with you, such as guides or guardians or ancestors or helping spirits of some kind. These energies might also exist around you. Sometimes we live in houses that have ghosts or there's like some kind of energy attached to some kind of object. And you know, there's the collective energy as well. There's this shared psychic space that we're all swimming around in, influencing each other and not paying attention to for the most part, because most of the world doesn't give that much um, validation to the psychic experience. But we're all psychic, intuitive people. We're all incredibly sensitive people. And if you happen to know that about yourself, then you can work consciously with it. So this is a great full moon to be checking in with your diffuse energy, with your dream body, with your psychic state, and also with spiritual presence, spirits presence, beingness that is outside of uh, the immediately tangible realms. If you hear that and you're like, what are you talking about? Then this is a great full moon to open up to the idea that you might have relationships in these dimensions. Even if you're a person who's an old hand, you're, you know yourself as a psychic being, it might be helpful in this full moon to consider new ways of, of uh, training your psychic organ or opening up your sensitivity or creating healthy boundaries or something like this. This is a full moon that encourages you to let go of psychic debris. It's a great full moon for doing energetic cleansing. Um, if you look on my SoundCloud, if you just search for Renee Sills Embodied Astrology on SoundCloud, you'll find a playlist of about 100 guided meditations. And I would highly recommend the uh, meditation called Clearing Your Energy Body. Um, that would be a great practice for you around this full moon to just sweep out your energy, take bath with salts, um, do whatever feels good you know, to you as an energetic clearing, and invite old stagnant energy to depart. As we move into December, um, the energy starts to shift in the world and for, for all of us personally. We start to move from the first 10 days of Sagittarius season, which are marked by a kind of mental and emotional intensity, into what feel like a more dreamy kind of expansive space. From December 1st through the 13th or so, it's a really good time for daydreaming, for fantasizing, for using your imagination. Between the eclipses, November 30th and December 14th, it is not a great time for making big decisions or big changes. I just want to say that, but it is an awesome time for imagination. For you particularly, I would love to encourage you to imagine the most expansive, beneficial, nourishing relationships that you want to have. Include all levels of relationship, family, work, colleagues, uh, collaborators, intimate partners, friendships, lovers, etc. What qualities do you want 
in your relationships? How can you open up to them? Just daydream about them, fantasize about them. You don't have to make them real at this moment. If they feel totally out of reach, that's okay. Just try and call in the qualities. Think about what you want to feel. And if possible, can you bring your attention and your awareness into the energetic essence of those qualities and start to cultivate that essence within yourself? So if you're thinking, oh God, I really want a partner who um, you know, is just emotionally present for me and listens to me and is there when I need them. Then you do some kind of meditation and you get emotionally present with yourself. You listen to yourself. You hold space for you, right? You've heard this a million times. Be the person that you want to be with. Um, that's definitely a, a practice that you can take up in December. And again, you want to include all levels of relationship, all the ways that you might want to be with or commune with others. Call in those qualities and meditate on embodying those qualities in yourself. The 9th and 10th of December have some tricky astrology. I do want to say that the 9th of December um, has a, a real kind of... Uh, confusing, foggy, uh, downward moving energy kind of vibe. Um, if you feel like your energy plummets, if you feel confused, if you don't know what the fuck is going on, don't worry about it. The next day energy really starts to shift and that takes us into a very powerful new moon and solar eclipse on December 14th. The full moon, uh, excuse me, the new moon and solar eclipse occurs at 23 degrees of Sagittarius. If you have natal planets or points near 23 Sag, those natal planets and points are something to pay attention to. Their meanings are going to be infused with the meaning of this new moon. The new moon is supported by several planetary aspects that lend to expansive, buoyant, optimistic, opportunistic energy. I talk a lot about this month's astrology and all of the different aspects in the extended forecast for subscribers. If you're interested in that astrology, definitely check it out. In summary, this is a new moon to call in new ways of being with yourself in your day-to-day, -day, especially in regards to how you spend your time and energy and how you care for your body and for your being as well as your immediate environment. Sagittarius rules the part of your chart that has to do with the practical, tangible, logistics part of your life. The chores that you have, the responsibilities that you attend to, um, your body literally being like the, the number one place where you have to show up and take care of it. You have to drink water, you have to eat food, you have to get enough sleep. If you don't get those needs met, you're not really much use to anybody else. Um, so self-care is definitely uh, suggested in this part of the chart. Now, along with responsibilities and uh, care, this part of your chart also speaks to a desire to be practically useful in the world and to be of service in some way. So we also can often find information about jobs in this part of your chart, occupation, what you're spending your time and your energy laboring for, whether that's emotional labor, mental labor, relational labor, <laughs> or physical labor. What are you doing with your time energy and attention. Now this new moon is calling on you to have a new idea. The new idea is supported by releasing old belief systems. Release old belief systems about what you should be doing. 
Um, great places to check in with this month are around ideas of service and uh, what makes you, um, you know, a, a needed person in the world, how you are supposed to be in the world if you uh, ha have some kind of purpose or have some kind of place. Ideas of service can get really messed up and mutated for a lot of people, especially because so many of us have grown up with the destructive elements of organized religion that tell people that they are sinners to begin with and therefore they need to, uh, you know, find some way to, I don't know, atone, you know, atone for the sin of being themselves. And so there has been uh, some kind of mythology built up around service that has to do with, um, I don't know, not taking care of your own happiness or uh, embracing suffering or something like that. Now, without getting into all that, I just want to say that Right now is a great time to think about how you can infuse your daily life, and that includes all your chores, all your obligations, all the service that you offer in the world. How can you infuse all of that with joy? How can you bring a sense of purposefulness and meaning into what it is that you are spending your time, energy, and attention on? You want to feel engaged with your life and you want to feel in integrity with your actions. You want to feel at home in your body to some extent because you're choosing to be there. So how can you show up for your daily life with optimism? It may be, and my sense is from looking at your chart, it probably is necessary for you to let go of some ideas about what you should be doing. And there's a lot of shoulds in there that have probably been layered in for a long time. You know, you should make this kind of income. You should have this kind of job. You should wear these kinds of clothes. You should do this kind of exercise. You should eat that kind of food. Do you agree with all those shoulds? Check in. If you don't agree with them, you are ready to shift. Over the next 12 months uh, from the end of this year, which we're in now until the end of 2021, eclipses in Gemini and Sagittarius are helping you make big shifts in your day-to-day -day life and in your general energy and vitality, as well as in your connection to spirit, to your intuition, to your psychic self. One of the best ways to block your intuition and to block your connection with spirit is to get really hung up on should. When you're really hung up on should, you don't listen to yourself. You listen to some programmed voice inside of your head. When you're really hung up on should, you don't believe your own intuition. You don't trust that there is some kind of greater force out there that is supporting you and wants you to be happy. Working with the full moon and the new moon this month, working with the eclipses, again, it's a great time for you to cleanse yourself energetically, to let go of limiting belief systems, especially belief systems that tell you that you need to use your time, energy, and attention in particular ways towards particular means for someone's particular viewpoint. Open up to the spiritual dimension of your life. Think about that. What is the spiritual dimension of your life? You are here in a body, in a spirit, right? Your spirit is infusing your physical body. And throughout the course of your life, you will make countless decisions to build the container of your body and your life that houses your spirit. What kind of experience does your spirit want to have? Move in that direction and use these uh, eclipses to help you move in that direction. 
I don't know if I mentioned this already, but I'll say it again just in case. Decisions are not a great, <laughs> great time. Uh, it's not a great time for decisions between the end of November and the middle of December. There's a lot of information that's coming in, a lot of stuff that's going on uh, emotionally, energetically, etc. As we move into the end of Sagittarius season, as of the 19th of December, and then moving on into Capricorn season, moving into the end of 2020 and into 2021, your mind is clearer, you have discernment, you are ready to move forward, you are ready to make some decisions. Especially as we get to the end of the year and into 2021, there is radical new energy that wants to enter into the world and definitely wants to enter into your awareness. Uh, this new energy wants to take you into new spaces of intimacy, vulnerability, and trust. This intimacy, vulnerability, and trust that you might experience in relationships in particular, but also with the world in general, will be so supported by you you listening deeply to your own intuition, by you trusting in your higher self, and by you not operating on some preconceived script of what you should be doing. You want to open up to energy as it's moving you into new spaces. Throughout this month, you can support this expansion of energy by imagining it happening in your body. Consider the embodied energetic of Sagittarius as an expansive, opportunistic, generous, benefic kind of energy. Start by locating what you feel as your own center, the center of your body, the center of your being. And from that place, imagine your energy expanding out in all directions, expanding with love, with generosity, with good intention, with uh honesty, with integrity, with all the positive attributes that you want to embody and that you want to bring into the world, try and hold that awareness for several minutes, several seconds, breathe into it, know yourself as that, and see what that feels like. All right, well, I hope that any and all of that will be helpful for you. If you want to work more deeply with this month's astrology, please join me for my Sagittarius season embodied astrology attunement workshop. In this month's workshop called The Answer You're Looking For is a Question, we'll explore the polarity of Sagittarius and Gemini through the body with a simple sequence of breath, body awareness, and movement to help facilitate integration with the higher vibrations and lessons of these signs. I'll also give suggestions for working with the full moon and lunar eclipse and the new moon and solar eclipse for your best benefit. These workshops are a great place to learn astrology, and I always give a little space and time for exploring how to read this month's highlights in relation to your natal chart. The live event is November 29th from 4.30 to 6.30 p.m. Pacific time via Zoom. Recording will be available for those who are unable to attend the live event, and 50% of all proceeds will be donated to the Native American Food Sovereignty Alliance. Also, yay, we are finally nearing the end of 2020. This has been a year that has brought so many changes into our lives and no doubt will continue to in the years ahead. If you are looking to make a major life shift or align your work and efforts towards a more equitable, environmentally sustainable future, please join me for Pivot, Shift, Transform, a three-part online embodied astrology intensive where you'll learn the basics of working with signs, planets, houses, and transits. In this intensive, we focus on the major transits of 2020, 21, and 22, and interpret them in relation to our own charts to divine guidance on how we can best align our plans and efforts with the radical societal reconstruction that is already underway and absolutely essential for a livable future on our planet. 
This is a pre-recorded online workshop, which is suitable for all levels. Access to the recording is available by sliding scale, and 30% of all proceeds for this workshop will be donated to Mudbone Grown Solidarity Food Shares for Black Families. Finally, for those of you really wanting to dive in with embodied astrology on a daily basis or commit to a regular financial donation to support this work to continue, please become a monthly subscriber. Subscriptions include access to my month-ahead seasonal astrology planners and subscriber-only embodied astrology workshops and community space. Subscriptions are available by monthly, quarterly, and annual donation and include discounts for my online products and classes and year-ahead birthday reports. Go to embodiedastrology.com for more information on my upcoming events, subscriptions, and other offerings.